welcome to Real Talk episode 63. I'm Todd, this is AJ, Yo. and we're back. Here we are. Let's dive in. I've been told that people like when we just get to it. All right, so if you're new to Real Talk, I'll make it brief as I can, as brief as I can. Good English. What is Real Talk? Real Talk's an opportunity to talk about God, life, the Bible, and invite you guys in on that conversation. But here's the cool thing. Topics and questions are at least partially supplied by you. How That's do they right. do that, AJ? They go to our anonymous link that we provide for them. It's www.theremnant.life slash real dash talk. You guys can go in there anytime, submit a topic or question, and we'll answer on either this uh, web series or on our live show on Thursdays. He's right. Uh, so again, I'll say that you can do if you're on the podcast, you can type that in your phone as well at www.theremnant.life slash real dash talk. If you're watching via Facebook or one of our other YouTube social media platforms, there may be a link right there up above to the left. I don't know. It depends it's on what somewhere. you're watching it on. Mm -hmm. So click it, and there you go. That's it. Business is done. We can now begin. <laughs> so, everyone, uh, we usually like to start a show by just kind of seeing how our week's been. So, how's your week been? Very interesting. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like... God's been speaking to me a lot this week. You know, I know last week I came in talking about, you know, time, because that's kind of been my re recurring theme of, of you know, stuff happening to me or just the thoughts I've been having. It's been about time and the concept of it and how, you know, it's, it's passing by. And I kind of got hit with something different lately, which is cool. You know, I think God's trying to teach me a lot. And what I love about God is he tends to make things so... You can just tell, right? Like you can tell the difference between you trying to create your own your own uh, answers to life. And then there's times where you can actually literally feel when God goes, hey, this is something. And, you know, we tend to refer to that as like a Kairos moment, right? A moment in time where it seems like life just kind of stops. And like, what's, what does this mean? Like you can just feel God inter like intervening. Mm. Um, and I kind of had this thought earlier today about, you know, for me, as you know, me personally, I tend to be numb in the sense of feelings and um, processing things. And the thing is, is I, I know that I'm not numb. I know that I feel things. I think for me, I tend to use use being numb as I don't want to say an excuse, but it's part of the pro my process of loving people sometimes. But then I also get caught up in the idea of maybe that's not loving people. So God, I feel like God's really trying to teach me, you know, what it means to have the balance of um, telling people what you're feeling and just letting things go, choosing your battles. We kind of talk about that every once in a while, choosing your battles, picking them and seeing, you know, what is worth fighting over and what's not. And for me, just being hit with that was it was encouraging in a, in a way because I was like, hmm. When people tend to ask me how I'm doing, I usually are just kind of go, oh, you know, I'm good. And I'm not lying. Like, I'm pretty good usually. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm usually a pretty upbeat guy. And, but I also know there's, there's always underlying things that I tend to not speak about or what I'm feeling. And I think it's because those feelings are being caused by such small things that to me, I think my mind goes, they're not worth even like going into, right? Like, they're not worth, they're not worth, telling people, hey, this is what's going on, because it's like, well, that's going to pass, I'm fine. You know, and a, and a rule that I've heard you say before, which I love, and it, um, is, you know, if something is bothering you after 24 hours, after it's happening, you should probably talk to that person, or, or it's something that you need to talk about. Um, 
so just I just kind of been processing through that, you know, and just the idea of being numb and, you know, if it, you know, if it's used for good, if it's used for bad, if it's both, you know, or just how that whole process works. And I think God's slowly just trying to reveal like, you know, what it, you know, what it means to me, I guess. So that's kind of where I'm at. Um, as far as other things in life, man, like it's been interesting, you know, still not back to work yet as far as the local shoe store. Haven't really heard anything from them. So just kind of chilling, um, you know, doing church stuff, you know, making videos for you guys, doing real talk. Um, just interesting. It's interesting that when when you uh, when you're involved in people's lives, especially in a workplace, like, you know, you see them every week. And then when time passes and something like this happens, where you don't see them. It's, it's interesting because you don't really like hear from anybody. You know, we, we have like a little app that we use where everyone kind of like has like a, they're all in one chat. You know, it's been over a month, and I think I've only seen maybe like two or three messages this entire time. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. And I was one who sent one. I was like, hey, I just miss you guys. Just letting you know. <laughs> so very interesting um, how that how that works. So, but that's yeah, that's I'm doing pretty good, man. It's uh, I don't know. As as we slowly come back to being norm normal, <laughs> with you know this whole COVID thing. Seeming to be, be slowing down, people seem to be kind of at least putting it off of their minds less and less as you know as we move forward. You know, I'm I'm curious to see what's going to happen. That that's another thing that's been in my mind. I'm curious to see how society's going to act afterwards, well, especially once we're officially like in the clear to yeah. see what's going to happen. So, hmm. so yeah, that's those are some of the things that have kind of been in my head. You know, and just Jesus, man. Uh, you know, we talked about, you know, last week we had a question about the TV series, you know, The Chosen. And, you know, I had the opportunity to watch episodes one and two. And, man, Jesus is just so powerful, man. And the way they portray him in that show, I just love the way they fill the gaps. Because I know for, for, you know, readers sometimes, you know, people are such visualizers. And, you know, they can somehow, you know, sometimes kind of hop around. And for them to just be able to fill the gaps in so well and it, it just feels so real man and i love it and like it to me it portrays jesus in a way that i've never seen before you know even in my own reading i'm like man like that is jesus <laughs> and uh it made me so hopeful and just loved man like that guy hmm. you know to what a what an opportunity this life is to be like him and I feel like we so often look at the negative, like we look at the negative side of, well, we can't ever be like Jesus because Jesus was perfect. But how incredible is it that we even have the opportunity to? And I don't think we tend to think about think it that way. So, yeah, it's interesting that you said that. So I was talking to a kid yesterday, actually, and he, um, good kid, and he was talking about his brother. And mm -hmm. he got mad because his brother was eating the Cheetos, which he said were his Cheetos. Okay. okay? Like, even though he didn't buy them, his mother did. <laughs> Point is, he gets upset about this. Okay. And so I asked him, and he's a Christian, believe I said, and he's only 10, 11, I don't even know, 10, I think. And he said, <clears throat> I said, hey, well, how would Jesus, do you think Jesus... Like, what would Jesus say about sharing his Cheetos? Do you think he would share his Cheetos or he'd be mad that the guy's eating some of his Cheetos? And he got, he didn't say anything for I was like, no, seriously. He kept trying. I was like, I'm, I'm not mad. I'm genuinely curious what you think, what he would do. Well, he would be okay with it, you know? And then he said, he goes, <clears throat> but I mean, I can't be like him. I'm, we're not, we're not going to be completely like him. Mm. 
And the point of that is, and we talked about that, like that, you know, I, I tried to make an example to him. I was like, okay, well, what if I want to, um, you know, I used his mom because I know his mom's like, if I want to, I get mad at your mom and I want to punch your mom because would Jesus punch your mom? Well, no. When he's mad? No. Okay, well, what if I wanted to and I just said it's because I can't be like Jesus, so I just justify. Point is, is that in his honesty, I think he does what a lot of people do. And they use the divinity of Jesus as a cop-out to Dude, pursue being like Jesus. That's so good. <clears throat> and I, it actually makes me mad when people tell me that. Like, not for themselves, but if they try to make me feel better about seeing, like, well, you're not. You know, I'm like, well, that that doesn't make me feel better because he is the standard. You that's know, right. and even though I fail, and I do many, many times, and I, and yes, I don't want to condemn myself. I always, I never want to get comfortable not pursuing being like him. Right. And um, so that was interesting you brought that up based on this, <laughs> this thing I just had about right. the Cheetos last night. That's so crazy, man. Uh, and I do, I agree with you. I think, I think a lot of people, I don't know, I think a lot of people, I don't know, they give up because they know, it goes back to what we said a couple weeks ago on one, whether it was Real Talk Live or here, yeah. is the idea that because we know, like we're waiting to feel like doing the right thing all the time and because we know inside we don't, even in our best days, we don't feel like doing it. We give up. So, so like, maybe I'm being generous, but inside I don't want to be generous. So I'm like, well, I, I'm never going to be, you know, I'm never going to be like Jesus because I don't naturally want to do it. And I don't necessarily think you're going to naturally want to do all the things he does because we have a sinful nature, right? Romans 7 uh, talks about that. Um, you know, that battle we kind of have. Right. The rest is coming and knowing that, you know, God is going to finish the good work he started in you. But that was interesting that you said that. In yeah, the that's Cheeto, so, the that's Cheeto so funny, conversation. Dude. I had no idea that happened. I love yeah, that. It's what a cool, cool little thing. Yeah. You <laughs> said cool at the same time. <laughs> How's your week been? <laughs> um, pretty good. I had some... So one, I feel like I always end up kind of confessing one thing that I'm struggling and wrestling through. So I've said several times over the past few weeks that I am feeling uh, like kind of shy, weirdly enough, yeah. which is not my personality, or Definitely. at least withdrawn a little, or I'm comfortable, you know, I don't want to be comfortable not being around people. Um, that's why I said shy, because it wasn't necessarily that I even enjoy being alone, it's just you know, shy. Well, when you and I had, had a talk and you kind of said yesterday morning, you're like, man, I want you to, you know, talk about things. Cause I haven't been talking about my own stuff as much Yeah. other than here, which again, for me is weird. Cause I'm typically a verbal processor. Well then last night it was actually Mandy, um, kind of said the same thing. Like you don't talk to people. Um, the whole point of that is, is that, you know, you can't deny it if more than one person is saying, mm. so that's been interesting is, when people ask me what's going on, I don't really know the answer. Um, other than I'm in my head, pe multiple people said I'm in my head a lot, which is true. And I don't know why. I know a lot of it is my faith. I'm wrestling a lot with my faith right now. Um, mm. Which is kind of then leads to this chosen, which... Because um, I also watched another episode. Yeah. You know, and the thing about it is... <sighs> You know, you had said, I've never thought of him that way before, you know, which is cool. Yeah. And there are some parts that I think that way for me, too, like the humor and the, oh, and man. the humanness. A little winky, dude. Yeah. I love that so much. But 
here's the weird part, man. I don't mean this arrogantly. That is the Jesus that I know. Because when I it was brought to my attention again yesterday, and I'll try to make this brief, but I want to be real. <laughs> I um, So I think when I became a Christian, and I've said this before, but in case you're listening on the podcast or something for the first time, I did not grow up in a Christian home at all. I did not, mm-hmm. was not churched. That's right. Um, I mean, we weren't against it, but we certainly, you know, like I said, I didn't, who I thought Jesus was, was far different than the Jesus of the Bible. And I thought he was for the wealthy and, you know, you had to have everything together and have your act together, or at least look that way. Right. Well, when I came to know Jesus at this event that I got invited to, they gave me a Bible that only had Psalms in the New Testament in it, or Proverbs in the New Testament, one of the two. Anyway, I literally read the New Testament, and it's and I'm not saying this is the right way to go because I believe the best thing would have been for me to get churched, like be in church in that time. I believe that yeah. because I would have, I would, I know that I would have been, I would have avoided a lot of pitfalls if I'd have been around other believers. But for the first two, three years of my faith of coming to Jesus, I just read the New Testament. I mean, I just had the New Testament. So the Jesus that I read about. That is how I envisioned him. You know, when I started reading and the things he said to people, it wasn't filtered through a lens of what people told me he was. Mm. It was just what I was seeing. So, and this is going to sound weird, man. Like if, when you start, when you, if you can read that, and I can't do it now, right? I can't do it the same way. When I read that with fresh eyes, yeah, I didn't come into it thinking that when he said, everything he said was condemning. And I think a lot of times now the Jesus that we portray, because I don't think we necessarily do it intentionally, but we're so driven to make sure that we're not sinning, other people aren't sinning, everything, everybody's doing the right thing, that we read everything he says as disapproving, right? Mm. Everything Jesus said is in a disapproving tone. Well, when I first read it, that isn't how I read it, because I was coming from it thinking he disapproved of everything anyway. And then I started reading it and I was like, what do you mean you're willing? What do you mean you love these people? What do you mean you love me? What do you mean that you're not going to let me go? What do you mean that, mm-hmm. you know, all of these things that you don't want to condemn me? So, you know, I teared up. I've teared up several times, not in this weird, overly emotional way, because I think I want that emotional feeling when I'm watching The Chosen, for instance, right? Yeah. It's not necessarily that, but I teared up at times because I had this realization. And I don't mean to be dramatic, but this is, if I'm being real, this is where I'm at, of... A conviction, but not because typically when I do things, it's always in the context of ministry. Like, you know, I'm sorry, darn it, God, I'm sorry, Jesus, that I'm not portraying you right to other people, mm-hmm. or I, maybe I'm maybe I was harsh when I shouldn't have been, or Lord, I want to make sure that I'm, you know, portraying you right and being right and leading right. And it was this sense of, no, this is for you, Todd. Like, you need to remember who I am. You need to remember that that's how I am with you. That when I say to, you know, in the show, when I say that, when he says that verse from Isaiah, that you are mine, you are redeemed, I believe that for you. And that's that's freeing. And I don't have all the answers yet, but I'm in this weird place of remembering, I don't know, man, living free. And I feel like I say this a lot, and I and it's real. In fact, one of the people said, they don't edit. We don't. Um but I don't want to, in the midst of doing church, lose Jesus. And I don't think that, I don't mean that in a dramatic way. Like, clearly I'm not going to lose him. I'm going to lose my salvation. But I mean, I don't want to forget who he is for me. Mm. And I don't want to forget, man, uh, just loving people. It's one thing to pursue love of other people 
as a commandment, and it's another thing to pursue love of other people because you love them. See what I'm saying by that? That's probably, I don't mean that to be as deep as I, it probably sounds, but that's the, like, I think sometimes even I can pursue loving other people as I have to. Like a duty. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes that is, right? When people are sure. enemies, but I don't know. There's a shift happening in my heart because I'm also very self-condemning. Um, because the standard is Jesus in my mind, I can get caught up in. Yes. And in the position I'm in, reality is people are mad at me all the time. All the time. You know, when you're a leader, we talk about this at our church all the time. Our kind of short theory on leadership or our, uh, what's that word I'm looking for? Theory. Blake's helping us out today. Thesis. Thesis. Nice word. What's that word? <laughs> motto? Yeah. Motto for leadership is leadership is weight. So if you're not feeling weight, then you're not leading, right? And uh, I think that, I don't know. When you're already self-condemning and then you're trying to run around please everyone instead of running around loving everyone, you just end up beating yourself up all the time. Mm. And then on top of that, you got other people outside. I don't know. You can end up letting Christians speak for Christ to you. And not, and unfortunately, because humans are flawed, they don't always say the same thing, mm. right? What Christians say isn't always what Jesus says. Yep. So oh, I didn't mean to go on forever, but it's oh, it, honestly, it's a cool thing where I'm at. I don't. Most of it. I think the quiet part or the shy part isn't necessarily good. I think I've kind of retreated, but I think there's a work happening in my heart right now. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens. But in the midst of that, I still hate it because then I still get mad at stuff. Like, you know, that I don't want to get mad at. Ah. But it's easier for me to overcome that. And it really, I don't even want to say this because then people are going to see judge that I'm doing it, but I will say it so other people can hear kind of like, that we put this into practices, it's made me like approach every situation and intentionally. So even before I came in today, back in, we had yeah. worked out this morning. I was like, I want to love people. I'm going to do it. And I don't want to get caught up. Sometimes I feel like people are going to think this is going to sound weird. I'm corny. If I let, if I say things like, man, I'm so happy to see you. Mm. Even though that, that, like when someone says that to me, I don't go, they're being corny. But for some reason, when I want to say it to other people, I feel like they're going to be like, he's not meaning it. So then I don't it's say genuine it. genuine or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I like, 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 uh, so I am beginning to, I don't know, pursue that again. So I'm excited. That's so good, man. End of thesis. End of thesis. Nice. <laughs> Sometimes AJ gives senior. me a fake laugh and I <laughs> point it out. Just like he just did. <laughs> this is what he does when he fake laughs. <laughs> you know I'm yeah. right, Blake. My my only true genuine laugh is sounding like a, a Oh, they've heard it. What do you call it? I don't know. A wheeze is what you call it. A wheeze, which is also can sound like a, a tea kettle. Like it's like a whatever you call it. I don't know what it's called. Mm-hmm. Steam kettle. I don't know. That's ridiculous when I get real high pitched. Steam kettle. <laughs> I don't know. What oh, it's, it's called. a steam kettle, yeah. Whatever it is, or could be a whistle. Who knows? Anyways. Be curious what you guys think. You know, when you don't give me the Christianese answer, because I think not that, that, what do I mean by Christianese too? I should say this. Yeah. We use this a lot and I feel like people then twist it like anything else. Christianese does not mean that the things that we say aren't true. It's that when we say them as just a platitude, we say them as just a saying instead of actually believing it. So if I say, does Jesus love you? Do you think Jesus loves you? You automatically go, yes, even though you don't think that. Mm-hmm. You don't slow down. Right. Because, because you think that's what you're supposed to say. Exactly. That becomes Christianese, a language we speak without anything behind it. So when I ask this question, I'm curious what you guys, you know, do you live out of 
You know, when you think of Jesus, what's the word that comes to your mind? We'd love mm. to see you drop that in the comments below. I love that. Or if you're on the podcast, shoot it in on the link and just say, yes. from podcast, this is the word. You know, whatever. Yes, we'll see it. Um, <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> <laughs> there it was. That was a real one. Um, mm. Oh, come on. Come on. You got to give me that. That was, I was, that was funny. What is, what is happening right now? Is it, oh, we got business AJ today. We got, we got business AJ. Come on, man. Am I, am I ever really... That was funny. Come, Come on, on, man. Let's go. Come on. That was funny. Come uh, on. Oh, let's cut this. Um, anyway, yeah. Not cutting it. We're raw. No, let's <laughs> I almost spit it. <laughs> I was going to say something. I don't know what I'm sorry, say. man. It's my fault. No, it's okay. I just don't... It was... Uh, dang it. Oh, substance. That's what it was. Like, there's no substance behind what people... Like when they're saying those things, like, sometimes, yeah, yeah, Christian. Like when I think, and of I like can Christ- do it too. Man. Oh, absolutely, we all can. Like when I think of Christianity, like not Christianity, oh, Christianese. <laughs> um, I think of there's no substance behind what they're saying. Like it's like they're not actually behind the cause when they say it, or at least in mm-hmm. the moment. Like they just like it's out there, and then then they just go back to whatever. Like there's no true belief behind what they're thinking or what they're saying. Mm. That's kind of how I think of it. You know, I think people want to, but they don't always. Yeah. And I think that's where Christianese comes from. It's just like when people think of it's when I think of Christianese, I think of it as being like a sense and not directly in the sense of, but like a, uh, what do you call it? <sighs> Boy. I know, man. My mind wasn't thinking earlier either. Uh, it's, it's <clears throat> similar to what people think, like a cliche. There, there you go. go. Good word. Yeah. yeah. It's like a cliche. Yeah. So yeah, man, I, I think. Um, it sounds like God's kind of telling us both the same thing, which is cool. And like, uh, like, 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 darn it, Todd, stop. <laughs> so it's interesting to, I just love Jesus. And man, I encourage you guys, if you're struggling in your faith, you're a believer, you feel dry, you feel empty, um, join us. Cause I know we both do this and I'm doing this right now is go back to the gospels mm-hmm. and truly let yourself remember this person, this, this God, man, who loves you so much. And Man, it is an amazing thing, and when you you know when you watch shows like that, even I think the beauty of it too, and why it can make us emotional, is that that is his heart towards us. Yes. And um, man, cool stuff, <clears throat> cool stuff. I feel like we're doing a promo for that show all the time. It's a great hey, show. Chosen director guy. Hey, we'll give you a shout out. Don't say hi to us. Yeah, say hi. I guess <laughs> I don't know your name. If I, if I did I? I think it's say Dallas it. something. Dallas. What a Pretty name. sure that's what it was. Dallas something. You don't believe me, do you? No, I really I think it's Dallas Jenkins. Wait, can you look <laughs> you that up? You don't believe me, dude. I looked at you. That's all I did. Uh, yeah. Jesus, 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 man. That's something I know, you know, AJ and I have been saying a lot. Yes. Sometimes he'll, he said that to me this morning uh, in a text. Dallas Jenkins. Todd Bland. Dude. I know my name. That's awesome. Listen, I don't have many gifts, but one of them is a near photographic memory. That's just, that's a fact. Yeah, it, that's true, A lot true, of people dude. don't believe I, me, though. Your memory is uncanny. Because here's so the problem. When you have an almost photographic memory, if you have one, that doesn't mean perfect memory. Right. Because that's why I add nearly. So the one time I get something incorrect, it was like, you, have, you don't have a good memory. <laughs> you know who you are when you argue with me about memory. I actually don't know who this is. I'm intrigued. It's not you, because you admit freely that you don't have. Uh, my my memory's off. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Some days I wake up and I'm like, where am I? <laughs> I have one other topic that I'm hesitant. I kept wrestling 
Okay. And I figured, why not just say it? Let's do it. I'll try to answer a couple questions after this. Okay. <clears throat> so one of the, the beautiful things about Real Talk yeah. is we've gotten to engage in discussions with people that aren't even necessarily of our belief, which yeah. is part of what we wanted to do. We oh, wanted yeah. to make this a place where it's like, first of all, we're Christians, but that doesn't mean we hate you if you're not. It doesn't mean we're not open to conversation. It doesn't no. mean that we're arrogant, man. We, we are. I'm sure there are times I am, but certainly I don't, we don't live there. Uh, sort of disappointing. We we put out our church puts out a thing this week, and you know sometimes when you, I struggle sometimes to know how to interact with people of differing belief systems when yeah. they seem so angry at Christianity. Okay. In specifics, so yeah. I don't want to you know call any specific people or person out, but. You know, sometimes you know I love to enter into a good debate, especially oh, yeah. if people are open to that. Because I love to learn. That's one of the things. Sometimes people, you know, when I, I get passionate, but if you can show me where I'm wrong, I love to learn. I love to know things. And right. Man, um, there's some of the dialogue that's happened recently with some people, you know, has been a little disappointing because you can tell when someone's genuine and when someone just wants to attack a certain faith, like a Christianity. It, it's so interesting to me. Because I know for a fact, whether they mean it or not, the, the, the amount of anger and frustration and I don't know, kind of spitting poison towards it yeah. shows that there's hurt there. I don't care what anyone says because, you know, anger is a secondary emotion. Right. Thing. So it's coming from something. And I'm always like, man, I wish we could get to the point or the place with this person where, or people where we could talk about what really happened that tainted your view of our faith to the point that you you not only have questions, you want to attack. Mm. You want to constantly look for the flaws, you know? And yeah. That's a bummer, like how man. how do people get there? Hmm. Yeah, and a lot of times I'm sure it's legitimate hurt that's Oh, absolutely. Happened. You know, so I, I, it comes full circle because I always want to make sure that I uh, go back to Jesus, man. I always want to make sure that I'm filled with grace and love towards those people. But sometimes what's tough is even when you do that, they take that as arrogance. Because you're not entering into the right the dialogue. Does that make sense? No, abs- no absolutely. No, man. That makes sense so to That's me. one other thing that's happened recently that yeah. I've just kind of been thinking, you know, how am I going to enter into those things? I think for me, what I tend to do— It's I'm, not easy. No, it's not. And I think one of the things I'm, I'm trying to do is I'll enter into them until it gets to the point when I know that now we're just fighting. Sure. It's not about hearing anymore. Well, dude, that kind of reminds me of Jesus it, to an extent. Like when he's when he's in the synagogues and he's talking about you know and he's he's preaching and you know and then the, the Pharisees will come up and ask him these questions and he gives them some harsh truth and they get mad and they're like, oh, we're gonna stone him and he backs off he 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 flees he's like okay this is nope I'm done exactly like I think it's kind of similar in a sense of like we we. We talk, we go, you know, we do what we can until, like you said, it gets to that point. That's when it's not worth it anymore, and you, mm-hmm. you, you take a step back. I think that's—I think Jesus kind of shows us that in a yeah. way. Like, um, Yeah, it's interesting, man. So, that was it. <laughs> then he found $5. Yeah, I found $5. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, that is interesting. I'll have to give that some more thought. All righty. Why did I make that voice? Let's go ahead and um, I will go. We'll go dive into some questions. Sure. Today, hey, did I don't I know we said this on live. I don't know if we did this pre-record. If we mm-hmm. did, forgive me, podcast people. I just want to give a shout out to uh, the podcast person who is anonymous. We don't really know. I think their tag name was Freed by Christ. Review. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. Thanks so much for that positive review and encouragement. We want to recognize you and say, I think that's oh, our man. first podcast review. We've gotten a lot from people who, well, not our first podcast review, but someone who hasn't just watched it on Facebook, too. Yes. So that's pretty cool. So thank you so much. Shout out to oh, you if absolutely. you're listening. Um, man, we love you. We appreciate you. Yes, such a blessing, such a huge encouragement. You know, it's, that's one of the, it's so cool because that's one of the first reviews you've gotten where it was like hey we, we've never I, they've never met us before and they were just felt like they were sitting in the room with us just having a conversation and that's literally what the show is supposed to be so when i have my doubts and moments of like was this worth it it is because at least one person felt like what we wanted them to feel like mm. and that's so cool so thank you so much for letting yeah. us know it and, and it's good yeah because one of the things about this is we don't always get that feedback to know no, whether always. it's positive so that's no. awesome just want to give a shout out to that. Absolutely. All right, diving in. We got a question here, and she signed her name, so I can say it. Nice. Kathy, you know who you are? Thank you. Because for the you question, know your name. Kathy. And <laughs> you know your own name. So I just want to say uh, thanks for this question. She signed her name, so I'll say it. She says, My son and I are reading the book of Daniel. In the beginning of the book, all four of the young men were given new names in the Babylonian court. Instead of having Israelite names, they were changed to Babylonian names. Their Israelite names honor God. Their Babylonian names honor false gods. Daniel, which means God is my judge, becomes Belshazzar, which means may Bel protect his life. Bel was a pagan god. Mm -hmm. Hananiah, my God, slash Yahweh, Yahweh is gracious, became Shadrach, command of Aku, Marduk, another god. Mm -hmm. Mishael, which means who is what who is what God is, became Meshach, who was like Aku, Marduk, again, uh -huh. um, false gods. Uh, Azariah, which means Yahweh has helped, is a helper, became Abednego, servant of the Shining One Nebo, another god. Hmm. It would appear that both their Hebrew and pagan names are used at various times in the story of Daniel. Finally, to the questions. But thank you for the background, awesome. Kathy. Finally, to the questions. Why do Christians in books, sermons, etc. refer to Daniel by his Hebrew name, but the three friends by their pagan names? We know that the three men stayed faithful to the one true God, so why do we use their pagan names that don't bring honor to God, but to false gods? That's, I have no idea. That's a very interesting question. Well, we got this question right before live, so mm -hmm. I actually saw this one ahead of time. Nice. And I've been thinking about it a lot. And Kathy, this is the best answer I have for you. And what a great question. Yeah. What I love about this is someone not just Christianese, but actually asking questions. Yes. And I think God's pleased with that too. I honestly, the best answer I have, and, and to be fair, the book does refer to them both it sometimes. It kind of goes back and forth, right? That's yeah. what I thought. But that makes sense too, because a lot of times it's it's referring to what the Babylonians would say to them. Right. Um, now, the point of this story, in case those don't know, is that they all stayed faithful, even though what was what was trying to happen here is kind of what Paul said, which is, uh, tries to warn us against, which is allowing culture to yes. change you. So they said, we'll even give them a different name to change their culture. Well, they stayed faithful throughout right. it, so it didn't matter. And uh, God ended up performing some incredible miracles with that. That's the fiery furnace. That's right. All those things. The, this is the best answer I have for this. I think it's just because it flows off the tongue. Right? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Like, it's just, I think it just, I think I, that's the only thing I think of. Interesting. It, it's just a, one of those things where it all flows out of the tongue. And um, now, as far as why we as Christians refer to it, because that's true. We call Daniel Daniel. We don't call him Belshazzar, but we call no. them by their pagan names. I think that's just probably somewhere along the line, someone's telling the story. It just kind of flows mm -hmm. along, right? Right. And I think. Otherwise, it would be. I can't. I, I've read through Michelle. Daniel once, and that's right. Um, if I remember correctly, I could be wrong, but I feel like they go with their, uh, they so like Daniel and 
the names that they originally that they have, it's only towards the beginning of the book that they refer to that. After that, they're only referred to as the so people sort of forget pagan, too. I think. But her point, that's what's interesting though. And maybe we call Daniel Daniel in, because in it's the called the, the book of Daniel. That's so possible. it's easier to... Right, like in the sense of the story of the book, like mm-hmm. refer to him as Daniel. The book's called Daniel. And the other three, like instead of bouncing back and forth, just keep it there so they understand who, yeah. who they're referring to. But I think it's a great point. Um, oh, yeah. Such a cool story. If you haven't got a chance to listen to, there's a song that I absolutely love. Another in the Fire. Uh, is that Hill Powerful. song? United, I think. I think it is. Hillsong United. Uh, I'm just going by the song, people, so I don't want to get into any sort of theological mm-hmm. debate here. But the song <laughs> is really beautiful, um, and uh, I encourage you to go listen to it. sort of oh, references man. that uh, in God for us, so it's pretty cool. <sighs> All right, AJ, I'll ask you now. <laughs> I've been... I've been... I'll actually go with this. I was reading my Bible and realized there's a lot of verses that talk about listening for God in the silence. Hmm. I'm almost constantly listening to worship music when I do my devotionals. Is that a bad thing? I don't think so. Um, when it refers to listening for God in the silence, I don't think it necessarily means while you're studying. I think that means that when you're not hearing Him mm-hmm. in the moment, right? So, like, a lot of verses that talk about listening for God in the silence. I think when you're not feeling God's presence, when you're in the midst of, you know, sin, you know, or you mm-hmm. feel like you might mess up, all these things, I think that's what it's referring to. Um, you know, what is faith? That's what always brings me back to. Faith is, you know, believing in something that you can't see. And I think that also goes back to believing in something that you don't always feel, Mm. you know, and that's what makes us the true, that's what separates true believers from what we call the paper Christians, the ones, you know, who just go off and do whatever they want because they just act out of their feelings. They don't really care what they're hearing, you know, you've referred to God being in a room with you all the time. And you, sometimes you just crank the volume up too loud. You can't hear him. And eventually if you stay there, he, he just, he gets so quiet. You forget he's there. Yeah. Or the noise gets so loud. Exactly. And <clears throat> I think, no, there's nothing wrong with listening to worship music while you're, while you're doing that. If anything, that's more, that's, that can help you more, especially in moments of silence. Like, mm-hmm. you know, feeling those negative emotions or feeling like you're slipping back into who you used to be or temptations, all these things, like why not put it on, you know, to help. Mm-hmm. So no, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. I completely agree with you, especially in this case. I think silence when it says, you know, listening for God in the silence is for me, I always refer to the noise of life. Mm. And that kind of goes with the radio analogy that I, I talk about often. Um, you know, the noise of life are those, if you think about it, it's running from thing to thing. It's, it's constantly, staying busy so we don't have to hear from him. It's allowing everything else to become so loud and so important that we forget what's really important. Right. So, you know, certainly do I think there are times we, you know, one of the things we say here is just breathe, take moments to breathe. So in those cases, when you're reading scripture, first of all, you're doing exactly what God says. So he's not saying you got to sit there in complete silence. It's talking about the noise of life. So think of it this way. The silence is you getting alone. That's with good, that music man. on and with the word of God, that's, that's really silence good. because the noise of the world at that point it's is off. turned down and shut off. I yeah. love that. So great that's question. Uh, you want to go that ahead? Amazing. And we'll probably save one of these. Okay. Um, uh, we've got to get better at the ums, man, and the likes. It's tough. Uh, we can do it. I do it all the time, right? I speak. For some I, I reason. Speak. <laughs> I, I mean, speak. I speak publicly. I don't think I do it as much. Then. I can talk. 
Which one would you like me to read, kids? Um, let's go with number four. Okay. Last question of the day is, where's the line between trusting God with your finances and just not caring or thinking about money? I feel like when I leave it in God's hands, that was a quote, I get lazy and end up spending too much money. I think there's a mis- misunderstanding about what leaving it in God's hands means. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Jesus says, let me give you an example. In Matthew, Jesus says, the birds of the air don't worry about what they eat or where they sleep, right? And still they're taken care of. What God is saying, it, that doesn't mean we should just sit in a chair and go, oh, God, I'll bring a piece of bread to my mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, um, because the birds still go around right. and do what they need to do. So I think in this case, even in God's hands doesn't mean we don't follow other biblical principles. Yeah. So, for instance, the Bible talks about that we shouldn't be lazy and we should work. That's right. And um, that, you know, we should be responsible with our and good stewards of our finances and all those kinds of things. And that we should take care of our family and you can't take care of, you know, all those kinds of things. Right. So uh, leaving it in God's hands, you know, I, I get this feeling because some people think the only two options are be overly worried all the time or act like, or give up complete, just sit there and wait for mm-hmm. something to happen. And I think the way we put it is, listen, you've just got to keep stepping That's right. and trusting that God is going to provide. It doesn't mean just sit there. Another analogy could be in the boat, you know, if Pete, there's a difference between Jesus said, Peter, step out of the boat, and Peter just sat there and said, make me step out of the boat. Right. Versus you do what you do and let God handle the miracle. Does that make sense? Yep. Um, does that make sense, production guy, Blake? He said, nice. yeah. So that's my opinion. I don't know if you have any different thoughts on that. Sometimes I wonder if people get caught up in the idea of you take going okay, so you're going you're going about life, right? Mm-hmm. And like you said, people are either don't care at all or they're overly anxious about everything. So they just either way, you're not doing much of anything. Mm-hmm. Either way, sometimes I wonder if we don't expect God. To come through. Oh, I, that's so good. And I think you're right on. Like, we question so much whether God's going to come through instead of expecting him to come through. You're right, man. And like, 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 dang it. I know, me too. <laughs> I think if we went about life expecting God to come through, we wouldn't be frozen because we would be doing what we want. Like, we would be doing what we want to do within reason of what God tells us to do, we would be doing that confidently and with the expectation of God is with us and he's going to provide. And in that, I think that's where true freedom comes because at that point, what is there to be wor- like? What is there to be anxious about? There's nothing mm-hmm. because if you actually expect, and to me, that's a mind, that's a mindset change. Like Going into <laughs> we need to like a shot call and then he buzzes. Oh my time. gosh, that'd be, be a terrible. good show. That would be hilarious. Blake's like, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> so to keep it short, I think it's a mindset change from going to wondering if God is going to come through to expecting God to come through. Because at the end of the day, people forget that God made that promise with us mm-hmm. that like He keeps he His provide. end of the bargain. Sure. Yes. So we should be able to expect him to come through, not just hope. There is hope, but we can expect him to come through. Yeah, and being lazy to encourage you, I, I ride along with it. So to put it all together, yeah, I love that. Expecting God to come through, 
But understanding that that doesn't mean that we don't follow his direction in the other places, meaning being lazy yes. is not a biblical principle. No. And I'm not talking, we all have moments of, so sorry, excuse me, laziness, but we're talking about, you know, it's very clear, Proverbs, numerous other places, being lazy is not a biblical principle. So trusting God can't mean just sitting around waiting, spending money, because then you're being lazy and you're not being a good steward of your money, right? If you spend, they say I spend too much money. So remember, do what God tells you to do. And trust and expect yes. that he's going to come through. That's so good. Because you can't control everything, you know, everything else. Hopefully that answers your question. Guys, if we ever ask, I'm, I'm so sorry. We are not speaking well. I know, it's terrible. If we ever do not fully answer a question that you've asked, please follow up with us. We had that happen in the live. Shoot a message back into the database using the link and just say, hey, you know, I was the person that was referencing the question about money last week. Here's what I really meant. Because sometimes for us too... Uh, the only challenge with our format for having real talk is you're not right here for us to ask follow up questions. Exactly. So, thank you guys though for asking those and being real oh, man, and I love it. Um, asking for other people. I do want to say the person out there that sent the question about the mark of the beast and microchips. I know a lot of people are concerned about oh, that. Yeah. We are going to talk about that. Yes. Uh, I mean, we might we'll probably talk about it on live. So join us this Thursday at 9 p.m. Plug for live. Shameless Boom. plug. Shameless plug. So join us live on Facebook at 9 p.m. For Real Talk Live, if you're on the podcast and you're from a different state other than Indiana and you've never actually watched that, you can just type in to your Facebook, The Remnant Church of Whitley County. It's going to have this really cool looking R. That's right. Go follow it, like it, etc. And then you guys will be there for us. We'd love to, to say hi. Virtually. Virtually. Anyway, you got anything else? Thank you guys so much for listening and watching. Um, I hope you guys enjoy watching me hit myself in the head a couple minutes ago because I totally did that because I forgot it. a camera was on me. So <laughs> so uh, I said the word like again after speaking and talking about not trying to say it. So I hit myself in the head to try to remind myself to not say it. So will there be a shot caller episode in the future? Who knows? Stay tuned. I'd um, probably get so many views because people <laughs> I've noticed love pain. Yeah. <laughs> so I just appreciate you guys. You know, we come on here every week. To just talk about life and what, you know, the struggles and the victories and, you know, what Jesus, you know, what Jesus means and who he is. And, man, to know that people listen to this every week and it's become part of their lives is such a humbling, crazy thing. And I just give it all the glory to God. And, you know, for him to take someone like me who would have never expected to sit here in front of a camera, you know, talking about you know what he's done for me and what you know what i'm working through it's just well i never thought i'd be here so thank you guys so much for listening and getting something out of it you know you guys truly do mean the world to me thank you i love you guys yeah i'm right there with him i'm so very thankful for you guys um not only it's humbling that you are willing to share uh you spit everywhere but <laughs> did i really uh, back to serious. I'm so thankful for you guys. Uh, and you're, it's humbling that you allow us to be a part of your lives and you trust us to have these discussions with you. We're really thankful for that. Um, I'm on, there it is again. So yeah, thank you so much for that. Again, we would love for you to continue to give us questions and topics to talk about. We certainly are going to talk about our lives, but we love to have different things to discuss and different questions to talk about. We don't promise to always have the right answers, guys, but we do hope, if nothing else, that it drives you to seek the truth in Scripture. Amen. And the one thing that we can tell you 100% is wherever you're at right now, whatever struggles you're going through, I want you to know this, that God loves you, hmm. 
um, that Jesus came for you right where you're at and that you are never too far gone, never too far lost, um, never too far messed up or broken for him to bring you home. Uh, he does love you, and I promise you that, and he's real, and he does amazing things in your life if we surrender to that and let him love us and heal us. So mm-hmm. appreciate you guys. Join us, like I said, this Thursday live on Facebook for Real Talk Live. Boom. Also, really excited about this. Probably next week, we will have the coolest new intro for our oh, web man, series. This is, yes. The video. Oh, we've seen it. Oh, you guys so, are going to believe it. I love it. We love it. Even, I love it even more. I so. love it the most. So. Hey, like, share, drop some comments below. We hope you guys have a great day and truly God bless you.